Welcome to the Unfair Advantage podcast, brought to you by the authors of the Business Book of the Year, The Unfair Advantage. This is the podcast for anyone who wants to understand the real forces that lead to success in life and in business. Authors and co-hosts Hassan Kuba and Ash Ali discuss entrepreneurship, self-awareness, and explore the journeys of their remarkable guests so they can understand what set them apart from the pack. Because behind every success story, there's an unfair advantage. Hello and welcome to the Unfair Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Hassan Kuba, and you're joining us for a mini episode. This is just going to be a quick one, just in between episode kind of thing. And I'm joined as always by the lovely Ash Ali. Ash, how's it going? Well, thank you. Hello. Lovely weather in London today. Yeah, it's, it's a nice day. I was woken up early this morning by the sound of kittens squeaking. It actually sounded like mice. You know, like, like <laughs> in my dream, I thought it was a mouse. And then I realized, wait, hold on. <laughs> I think my cat's given birth. She's been pregnant for a while. It's so cute. It's adorable. And it's so funny how easy it is for cats because I've read that it's because humans have such a big brain. Our heads are so big when we're born that that's why birth is so difficult for human beings. Whereas my cat didn't make a sound. Yeah. <laughs> she gave birth, didn't make a sound. What we heard was the kitten squeaking when she got too far from her mum. And uh, yeah, and she just looked tired. She looked happy. And it's all good. So we've got three baby mm-hmm. kittens right now, newborns today. So, yeah, so it's a, it's a nice day. The reason we're doing a mini episode isn't because of the cats, it's because this is one of those occasions where we were thinking, should we record an episode today, should we not? And then Ash, you convinced me to, like, let's just do a mini one. I'm like, okay, let's do a mini one for the sake of consistency. And I thought, you know what, let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the importance, because I, I tweeted recently about the importance of establishing a habit first and just showing up and then working on the quality. And what I find with a lot of people and with myself especially, the perfectionist tendency to be like, ah, oh, if I'm not going to do it amazingly, then I'm not going to do it at all. And it's like, well, no, just turn up, just show up and building the habit of showing up. Uh, yep, absolutely. Because consistency is the key, right? As you said, you know, with any habit, consistency mm. forming. One of the things I struggle with actually talking about, you were talking about perfectionism and not doing it, is intensity. So I'm like, right, let's record 20 podcasts in a day. Let's just do it. But that's so intense, right? And I'm that kind of mentality. And then I drop off straight after doing those 20 or go to the gym and say do a hard workout and then just drop off I've got doms and I'm feeling pain and I'm like not building myself up to it but you always win when you go to the gym consistently right yeah. rather than just going off one and doing a big ass workout yeah killing yourself in one workout I remember I did that when I was I think I was 15 and I lied and said I was 16 to get into the gym and <laughs> I knew theoretically because I'd read some articles on like bodybuilding.com or something and I just went yeah. so hard that somebody actually told me just relax. <laughs> Somebody actually came up to me, a stranger came up to me and told me, uh, <laughs> take it easy. Because <laughs> I must have been like, because oh. I, I had that thing where I'll try and start 10 different habits. I want to wake up early. I want to wake up at 6 a.m. or 5 a.m. And I want to go for a jog and I want to have a meditation. And I want to do some stretching. And I want to do some affirmations. And I want to look at my vision board. And then I want to do some writing. And then I want to work on some marketing and some sales and some... And it's like, bloody hell. And it's like, this is from scratch, from just being a loser, just <laughs> waste man, just just watching stuff on my laptop. This was me as a as yeah. a student. Yeah. And I and then I would fail. And then I'd fail on like day two, literally like the, sec- the second day I would fail on it or something. And what I've learned is it's actually slow and steady wins the race. Go slower to go faster. And actually one thing where we're helping right now, a good friend of ours right now, his name is Garrett G. And he's working on a book. 
And I'm going to give you one of the concepts because he's quite private. It's, it's a brilliant concept of the work and we're coaching him through that process. And he's even got the interest of a literary agent right now. But one of the concepts, which is so good, I just loved it so much, is this idea of a pendulum. And he said that basically some people are too heavy on the strategy and some people are too heavy on the execution. And what mm. you want to be is like a pendulum that oscillates between strategy, execution, strategy, ex- you know, like the feedback loop of like, okay, how did I do well? Mm. Did I do well? Did I? Mm. And I thought that was such a good concept. And it kind of applies to this whole build sustainably, build slowly, make sure you have the strategy. Don't just jump into crazy stuff, but then also get the feedback loop because that's where I was missing before. So yeah, the consistency is the baseline. And that's why we're showing up yeah. the podcast. That's why we want to show up to the gym. That's why we want to show up to whatever the habit is. We want to just show up to it first. Yeah, it's so true, right? Consistency adds up. Right. I listened to this podcast recently and the guy was talking about compiling effects mm. and how consistency adds up. And he said, a person who writes two pages a week will write 10 books in 20 years. Wow. You can still do this wow. by doing 90% of the things that a person who writes zero pages does. Yeah. So before you know it, you can become a prolific writer yeah. by just writing two pages a week. That's the power of consistency. Yeah. It's incredible. That's one thing as well. Like right now I've been playing around with TikTok or doing that every day, challenging myself to do that. Yeah. Every day. I've got a coach good. who holds me accountable to doing that. And it's fun. Yeah. Most importantly, it's fun, but I just want to show up. And today I haven't done it yet, but I need to do something. And I already have an idea of yeah. what I'm going to do. Yesterday I was on the way to a meeting and I was on the tube. And I just quickly took the phone out. The sun was shining. And I just said, you know, I don't know who needs to hear this, but today be kinder to yourself. I think that's what I said. And they actually had a lot more traction than all these other ones which i thought about a lot it's funny with content because you, you can plan something a lot and it doesn't do that well and something that you just do off the cuff does yeah. really well so yeah. yeah the consistency is what gets you there because you learn and you experiment and the same with this podcast the same with we're going to do the youtube thing as well we're going to keep up the tiktok mm-hmm. i want to build up a writing habit which i'm struggling to build up in the moment even as an already published author and stuff it's it's hard right the most important thing is to establish the habit before you can improve it. Yeah. And you talked there about turning up. I wrote a LinkedIn post recently about just turning up Mm. because I went to a yoga class some time ago and she was like, you know what? Congratulations. You've done what most people don't do. You just turned up. Wow. Yeah. I was like, yeah. (laughs) And just turning up on a more regular basis. Yep. Is a good, great starting point. And he put me in a really confident mode. I was like, yeah, I'm going to come yoga all the time now. This is so cool. You know, I'm turning up for myself. Yeah. Right? So turning up is the uh, the critical thing. That's the hard thing, you know, when you're feeling tired, when you're feeling weak, when you're not up for it, you know, the winners are made in, in those moments where you can just turn up for yourself and be consistent in doing what you want to do. I think that's something which we've learned all, all the way through life, right? Yeah. For example, on the weekend... I met up mm. with our friend Ali Abdel and also mm. Nathaniel Drew, who I met for the first time. Oh, nice. We did a workout together. And so Ali's really good at kind of consistency generally in his life, as you can see with his YouTube videos, et cetera, his studies. But with fitness, he's kind of like eh, on and off. I'm, I'm also on and off. I'm not perfect at that at all. And actually, I'm kind of at the beginning of the journey. So the time before that, he worked out too hard. He went too intense. And then I was like, whoa, I was like impressed. But then he stopped the workout halfway through. (laughs) And I was like, okay, that's why you don't go too hard because now you you haven't completed the workout. But then on the day that we met, he wasn't feeling it. He just did some light stretching and then left. 
thing is at least he showed up. And I, I say, I'll tell that to myself sometimes. You know what? Just do a few, just like today. I'll give you the perfect example. Today, I'm just not feeling it. I did like, I think I did two pull-ups. It's just, this is a micro workout, which I do like in the mornings. I just do like a few pull-ups, a few press-ups. But particularly low today to do two pull-ups and four press-ups. So low. Yeah. It's so low, but at least something. Yeah. I could tick off the box that I did my little micro workout in the morning. And it feels good. Yeah, tell yeah, yourself, yeah. you showed up today. You know, you showed up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's that habit, right? It's the same thing with walking. I started doing a lot of walking recently and then I got out the habit. Mm. As soon as the offices opened up and COVID sort of was, you know, yeah. getting less, I stopped kind of walking. Mm. Now I try and do some walking. You know, I do meetings whilst I walk, phone meetings, so I can get my walk in as well. But the consistency of walking really helped me, fre- you know, keep my mind fresh. It gave me, you know, the ability to go out. Uh, the weather's been quite bad actually recently, so I'm just getting out away from the computer desk, away from your screen. But the consistency of walking really, really helped me lose a lot of weight mm. and also gave me a lot of clarity of mind. And what I found was that sometimes we make up this excuse, and I and I always do this as well, Hassan, I don't know how we overcome this, is that, oh, they're going to be annoyed that I'm doing my phone call whilst I'm walking and it's not going to be look good mm. that I'm doing it. This is a really important call and I'm doing it whilst I'm walking. Mm. Right. And that was going through my head. And then I was like, well, actually, all meetings are important. Otherwise, I'm not going to attend them. But the fact that I'm walking just allows me to be more, you know, mm-hmm. kinetic and move. But then I start to use this excuse more. Oh, no, I can't do this one. I have to do this. I have to do this call sitting at home. You know, I mean, there are certain calls where you're doing brainstorming and, you know, working on stuff and you need to take notes and stuff, yeah. which is important. That definitely makes sense. But there's certain other things where I just kept saying, make an excuse. And every time I said on the phone to a client or to somebody who doesn't really know me, I'm saying, oh, I'm going for a walk now and I'm doing this call as we go walk. I will be taking notes on my phone as we do it and I'll share the meeting notes or somebody else will be in a call taking meeting notes and share them with us. You're right. So there'll always be some way of dealing with it. And no one's ever said to me, oh, yeah, that doesn't sound very professional. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they would tell you to your face, would they? But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Actually, it's true. Yeah, they wouldn't tell you to your face. Yeah, yeah. No, but, but I think it was uh, it was more accepted because of COVID. I think. That's I, what I it agree. Was. No, I was teasing you because there is. It's true that they wouldn't tell you to your face. But also, it's also true that you can make up for it in other ways by being extra attentive and showing that actually they're not losing anything by having you walking during the call. I mean, as long as you're not out of breath or like going for <laughs> jogging, <laughs> running during the... Course. Yeah, yeah, of course. You've got to be sensible, sensible as well, right? You're not walking through a shopping center. I was also going to say, it's also a bit of a power play as well. It can be. Not that you mean it to, to be. I know you yeah. don't mean it to be that way. But it can also be a bit of a power play of like, yeah, I'm so busy. I'll just, <laughs> I'll, do, I'll take this call while I walk. Well, I always take a walk. When I do the walk though, I always do it in a way which is in a quiet place, yeah. uh, in nature. So I still got a good reception. You- I kind of... You know, I just remember make that sure. there was this VC, right? That it was Walking Ventures, I think it was called. And he would... Yeah, his, Kim Jackson. Yeah. yeah. And he would do all of them walking. And he'd tell somebody to come along with him on a walk to in Hyde Park, right? Yeah. To pitch him. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's quite good. It's, I like it. That's way before lockdowns and all that pandemic time. Yeah. So, but yeah. it's just consistency, right? It's like what will ever, whatever will knock out your consistency of doing something. How can you adjust it and make it a part of your life that's what i'm trying to talk about here more than the meeting uh, doing meeting calls it's just how do we create consistency in what we're doing okay so here's what i'm struggling with i'm going to use this as, i'm going to get you to coach me right now just for a couple of minutes i'm struggling with writing every day and i started off with saying i want to do an hour a day okay i failed at that because i'd keep moving that hour block in my calendar i'd keep moving it further and further down the day mm-hmm. until it just goes oh, that's it it's just six o'clock now or seven o'clock because i've had 
a class, you know, I'm teaching a course at the moment, or I had a, a, a client in the US, or something like that. And then it'll just be like, you know what, forget it. So then I've cut it down to half an hour to lower the bar. And even with half mm. an hour, I've succeeded in doing it once this week on Tuesday. I use this really cool app. It's called the most dangerous writing app. And you have to keep typing, mm. otherwise it's going to disappear. And it's great because it's, it's like a stream of consciousness just getting my thoughts down. Uh, I just have to type, oh yeah, my God, yeah. I need to keep typing. And then I just keep typing and stuff comes up and I start thinking about stuff. Quite good. But then I failed to do it every other day. And I was thinking maybe I should do 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there. Maybe I should lower the bar more. Maybe I should just do five minutes. I need to just do something to get establish the habit. You know, I need to walk the talk right now. I'm talking about how important it is to establish a habit and not be perfect about it. Maybe I should just set a five-minute habit, get started, and then slowly build from there. 10 minutes, 15, 20. Mm. It sounds pathetically low. Yeah. A writer who only writes for five minutes. Okay, well, I'm yeah. doing all these other things as well. I'm also a coach. I'm also got a business. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that's what I think I should do, I guess. Interesting. I see you're using time as a factor. For me, yeah. that really helps. Something that helps me is a visual element. So I would say to myself, there's an A4 piece of paper. Mm. I want to make sure I write something on an A4 piece of paper. Yeah, fill it out. So it feels like I've completed something, whereas it's just time-based. Then you're rushing and you're thinking, actually, I don't yeah. want to rush the thing. I want to write something which is thoughtful, but also I want to, you know, fill that piece of paper out because I do need to write something and get something out. So when I'm typing... But that's danger mode. You're already, that's why I'm already like saying no, no, no. Because you're saying it has to be something thoughtful. That's, you're already putting it... Well, okay. Yeah, uh, I, I think when I mean thoughtful, yeah. I mean thoughtful meaning, you know, there's one page here. I want to get the best I can think of. I, you no. know, the best of what I'm, th- I'm thinking of, I can just that, write. That is writer's block right yeah. there by saying the best that I could think of. I just say, I'm just going to write any old crap, even if it's useless, but as long as I'm writing. And then build from there. And I think that is helpful. And when, when I did do it on Tuesday for half an hour, I did a full 30 minutes yeah. just typing nonstop. Yeah. By the way, even if you delete, because I did use the backspace button, yeah. it doesn't count that as yeah. typing. So I'm like pressing it and it's like, it starts to disappear. It's like warning me that I'm going to lose everything I've written because it doesn't even count that as writing. You have to actually be writing, not deleting. De- deleting doesn't count as typing. So, right, so that's edit. Yeah, because that's actually true, yeah, right? No, you're, ed- you're in editing. Yeah, right? yeah, you're in editing. Yeah, you should like yeah. stream of consciousness. I would struggle with writing if I have no context of why I'm going to write. Yeah, what if you just have you ever tried that? You just stream of consciousness. You just type, type, type. <laughs> yeah, I've never done that. Try it. Just type, 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 type. It's like, what I'm going to say, if I did that, you get all sorts of weird dreams in my head coming out and fantasies and weird stuff. Actually, it would be so interesting to get you to do it. You're even, you're, you're ultra creative. So it will be so interesting to see you doing it. But anyway, that's the habit that I'm building. What about you? Let's use this as a, as a forum. What habit are you building at the moment? So I'm trying to build the habit of uh, swimming 90 minutes every week. And right now, how much do you swim? I roughly swim about 60 minutes, right? When I go to the office, I'm doing a swimming session. When I go to this gym, I'll always do a swimming session after a, um, a workout, even if it's 10 minutes, as long as it's 90 minutes in total, because I'm trying to push myself. On a weekend, I did a, a half an hour session, so that was quite good. I thought you did zero, and now you want to do 90, and I'm like, whoa. No, no, <laughs> Relax. no, no. no. I, I was always doing like 10 minutes here, 10 minutes here. But then what happened was that sometimes I was like, oh, let's just skip this one. I go straight to the sauna and steam. But now I'm like, oh, if I do 15 minutes, I'll get my 15 minutes in. 15 minutes is like, okay, it's not a huge amount, but it's like, okay, I'll get my 15 minutes in. I'll, I'll add towards my 90 minutes. That's the um, goal that I'm aiming for. And I bought these new goggles. So that was a that was a kind of the excuse. I got these Michael Phelps goggles. I'm going to swim like Michael Phelps. Now. <laughs> and then I got there and I was like, oh, I need to get swimming lessons. And I started to make excuses up. Oh, no, I can't swim properly. I need to make swimming lessons. I need to get this. I need to get that. I need to do this. The reality was I just need to get into the damn pool and paddle my way across the other side and paddle away. Yeah. I can swim in well enough to do that. And so, yeah. so that's my goal. One of my goals. Yeah. 
I mean, swimming lessons is a good idea, but don't let that stop you from actually doing it. Okay, cool. Let's hold you accountable to that. Let's get you swimming. If you're thinking about starting a new habit, just start with showing up. I've actually went through a period of doing the classic thing from Atomic Habits of just showing up to the gym yeah. and doing something for like two minutes or five minutes or something. And it works. If you're think- listening to this, watching this, you're thinking about something, just get started. Just set two minutes, yeah. five minutes, show up. Just show up and then build it from there. And get in touch with us. Let us know what you're doing. And uh, we were going to do 10 minutes, but look, when you get in the flow, We've done 18 minutes. That's why it works. Awesome. (laughs) Good luck, everyone. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. So thank you for listening to the Unfair Advantage podcast. We're available on the podcast app of your choice, as well as on YouTube as a video podcast. For more information on how to find your unfair advantage, visit us at theunfairacademy.com.